0: let's just do it why are you in a bad mood
1: I'm not in a bad mood here we go we might be joking friends and I might drive you And welcome to our big show uh you've got mail it's us you've got two males <laughs>
0: you've got two males actually yep. and jack, jack and tanner
1: jack and tanner today and <laughs> it's good bing bong you've got mail how do you i don't oh. know what what's this tune for it can you do the tune um bing bong, bong. <laughs> yeah. that's right you know what cyril st- said today <laughs> i woke him up in the morning and he was like what did he say? I can't remember what, cause he always wants to talk about like snakes and stuff. Sure. And he was like, me too. I don't know. He said something like, he was like, what's the name of the Tell snake? Tell him to
0: FaceTime me in the morning. If he wants to talk about snakes and you guys would, just aren't into it, FaceTime love Uncle that. Tanner. He was like, oh, what's the
1: snake that like wraps around you? And I was like, oh, the boa constrictor. And he goes, ding, ding. Prick. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's a good catchphrase, man.
0: Ding, ding, <laughs> genius. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's funny. yeah funny guy. Miles has started saying some wild shit he says um, similar he was pointing at letters the other day and he said those two are similar yeah like, where did you learn similar and then at dinner today he was upset and he wanted to talk to Bubby Jane and he said he said through tears he said is Bubby Jane available <laughs> that's funny
1: it's so uh, Cyril did yesterday I've, I've got a couple he he did yesterday to Sarah. He turned to her and he was like, "I've made a decision." <laughs> and the decision was what was amazing. his decision? It was like he's gonna keep his like books in a different place on his bed or something smart, like that. Smart, smart. <laughs> it was a very funny, like Good opening call. from a four-year-old. I've made a decision. <laughs> the other thing that he says, I think he mostly uses it correctly. Like he got he at school they do like rhymes and stuff, so he talks about rhymes, but he gets rhymes wrong.
0: Okay. You know, what so does he'll he be like, "Rhyme is
1: like he'll be like, oh, snake and Superman that rhymes." And I'll be like, "No, dude, that it alliterates." I, didn't close. I was like, "It alliterates." So now he'll say when something alliterates, which is pretty oh, okay. good, right? But he says, "That a widow <laughs> <laughs> What a
0: precious, what a precious darling.
1: Yeah, what a little guy. He's a little guy, isn't he?
0: What a little guy.
1: Um, this has been Dad Talk.
0: Yes, welcome back.
1: Um, we watched a movie. We only watched Meg Ryan movies now. It's a Meg the only Ryan, Ryan movie. It's the Ryan cast. Yeah, it's
0: 1998. The podcast, except it's hyper focused yeah. on the Meg, the films of Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this, Jack. Yeah, you and I just watched a Meg Ryan movie, yeah. but but yeah. Mm-hmm. we decided to do another one. Loved it so much. Let's let's dip our toes it's back the in. Best. I love her more than ever. I like. <laughs> I, so
1: i yesterday i wasn't done I, um,
0: but oh sorry carry on we scoured her imdb page we scoured it looking for meg ryan plus nick cage yes but that was that they was didn't a, do it that was a supernova lightning in a you bottle know, brilliant beautiful light in the night sky that we saw once and will never see again yeah and then from then on i was just like she's one of america's sweethearts with some other guy like yeah. Frank something. Frank yeah. Hank or something. Yeah,
1: Frank Hank is in this one. Someone called Frank Hank. Never
0: heard Frank of Frank. Frank Hank. Yeah. I don't like him.
1: No, I don't like him one bit. He's a corporate Charmless. stooge. Charmless corporate stooge. And our precious so. our precious Meg Ryan deserves better, doesn't she?
0: He's constantly like scoffing and like making little faces like he's fucking on the office or something. It's like yeah. cool it, man. Yeah,
1: cool it Frank.
0: Frank. Hank. Cool it, Frank Hank. Um, now I'm done. I, I cede the rest of my time to the senator from Austin, Texas.
1: Uh, what I would like to say is she's so great, and I never appreciated her. Like I've always liked her movies, but yeah. growing up, I don't think I appreciated her as an actress. I last night I did a thing that
0: I do. So Sarah
1: and I watched this movie. I made Sarah watch this as because and, and but.
0: Uh, I put it on yesterday afternoon, and Jamie, like, I had headphones on, and she still just came out of the, uh, to the living room to work just so she could, like, watch it silently.
1: Yeah, I mean, the she issue- She so drawn to it. The issue is that it's Sarah's turn to pick a movie. We do a thing where you take it in turns, and it's her Not turn. this week. And we've Not been this s- week,
0: baby. We've
1: been stalled on her turn for a long time because she uh, professed a desire to watch this movie that is really highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's about, like- Orphans processing grief. <laughs> and, oh, and, <laughs> that sounds awesome. What's it called? I can't remember. But like every time, like I'm like, oh shit, it's her turn, and she's gonna pick this. Like, can we put it off one more day? It's like Arabian Nights, you know? It's like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but, um, but so that's one issue. And then the other issue is Sarah and I often watch You've Got Mail.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, you've seen it before.
1: I love this movie. I've seen it before this year. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a little much, but we did watch um, it, and then I fucking fell asleep during the last half hour. So just before God, we sat down to record, so like you, I was cooking. dinner I couldn't stop myself. I was cooking dinner, and I got to watch the that beautiful last half hour. And Meg Ryan does this like so good. She like ugly cries so pretty. Yeah, yeah when yeah, she yeah. looks at she him does. and she's like, um, she's like, I was hoping it would be you. I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so badly. Yeah. Ugh. Whew. And then she ugly cries so pretty, and he's like, don't cry. Don't cry, shop girl. Don't cry. And he wipes a tear off her face.
0: Well, that's a spoiler, and we have to talk about yeah. all the other parts of the movie first. Smash okay. cut, intro sequence, <laughs> <a> fucking Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic. How did I get here? Oh, yeah, it's the Matrix, isn't it? Yeah. It's like lawnmower man like it's this like ho- like hells 3D computer animated hellscape like yeah version of Manhattan if Manhattan was like some kind of like super virus killed everyone except yeah. for like four people <laughs> <laughs> and it made them look like pixelated or whatever
1: yeah. um so i think this is a prequel to the matrix
0: this is the prequel this is like the movie where they're talking about how they built the matrix yeah this is how
1: they built the matrix this, this is movie is from the is, architect's POV. Yeah, it's from the POV of the architect, and it's so it sometimes will glitch in and out, especially at the beginning before before it's like, well, we're going to resolve into something that your human eyes can process, which is Meg Ryan and Frank Hank.
0: My human eyes were able capable of processing the lawnmower man scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but early on, were yours
0: not? No, it, it it struck me odd. Oh, it's like it's like I'm like a. Three dimensional creature, and that's how I saw that. Like it's it's the tip right. of the iceberg. It's like yeah. some seventeen dimension. Yeah, what you object. didn't actually
1: see what they were actually showing. You. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. Your human eyes processed something.
0: Right, 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 right. Tried to make sense of whatever I was looking at. I did get an, a like a splitting migraine. Yeah, I was watching that part. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's. Scary. And I heard these dissonant whispers. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't realize Nora Ephron was so dark. That's It's Nora Ephron, right?
1: It's Nora Ephron. What's the deal with Nora Ephron? Why does she do such a good job with um, everything?
0: <laughs> I think she's passed.
1: Has she? Yeah. What a fucking loss. Should we do a you want me to confirm silence? that? I don't know. I guess not. I want to live in the happy world that I was in. Okay, I'm going to look it up, but I'm not going to tell you. A minute ago where I thought Nora Ephron was still with us. Don't tell me, but tell
0: me if she's still alive. Okay? Okay. But don't tell me. I won't tell you if she's passed, and I will tell you now if she's still alive.
1: Okay. I think the Zoom's frozen.
0: No, it's not frozen. (laughs) Okay. I can hear you again. Um, No, you could hear me the whole time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll never know. But she uh, has done, historically, such a good job with
0: everything, hasn't she?
1: With yeah. ever, all the movies, they're so all so good. Why are they all so good? Sleepless is her too.
0: Sleepless in Seattle, another movie Frank where Hanks. Tom Hanks sleeps on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean Frank Hanks sleeps on a boat. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Why? Why is a so lot obsessed of movies with Frank Hanks sleeping on a boat?
1: What if he slept on a boat? They say, and that they recently did one that was that too. Um, that's called um, Greyhound. What? Who did Frank Hanks? Nora Ephron? Tom Hanks.
0: Oh, oh, Tom Hanks slept on a boat in Greyhound.
1: I think so, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Have you seen it?
0: No, you didn't see Greyhound
1: it Are you talking about Bridge of
0: Spies? Out. I saw Bridge of Spies No, it just Loved came it. out like last year. Loved Bridge of Spies It's a 2020 film by about Tom Hanks well Nora Ephron didn't direct it seventy eight percent
1: on Rotten Tomatoes. It's about Tom Hanks sleeping on a boat and they they also have one that's called Captain Phillips. Have you seen that? It's Tom oh, Hanks I sleeps have on seen a boat
0: that. He doesn't sleep on a boat <laughs> actually he does sleep on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're on that boat for quite a while and then they're in that other little boat. Yeah.
1: There's one called Castaway. Have you seen that? It's about Tom Hanks yeah, he sleeps does on, not a boat. Sleep on a
0: boat. He does sleep on a boat on that one. It's more of a raft. <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps in, the, in an airport in the airport.
1: Yeah, that's not that's not going to cut it for. Does a, he what? sleep
0: on the bridge in Bridge of Spies? <laughs> it's <laughs> no. I bet he sleeps on a boat on the way to get to the Bridge of Spies. No, to take movie. a car, famously take a car, yeah, to the Bridge of Spies. Yeah. We watched You've Got Mail. Hell of a film. Hell of a I, film. This is the second time I've seen it in the last few years. Our it's friends a prequel to The Matrix. Bobby and Lindsay did a, a fun screening once. Did you go to that with me? No, I guess not. Wasn't no. invited. No, they don't like you.
1: I've always felt that. I've always felt that might be true.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's a single person in the world that Bobby and Lindsay dislike. Yeah, Maybe. They're like the friendliest people in the world. You know how, much, how many friends each of them has? Like a million.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's
0: what it including is. Including you and me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's not talk about our random friends. And uh, a rival
0: podcast.
1: And a rival podcast that we won't even mention here. Yeah. Um, let's say what happens in the film. It's a great movie. Uh, Meg Ryan is in it. Tom Hanks is in it. He sleeps on a boat. So does his daddy. So does his daddy. His daddy's boat is so much bigger. It starts with a scene from The Matrix. It's his boat has internet.
0: View, don't ask.
1: Don't ask. It's from the point of I view. Because I asked. The architect from The Matrix. We're all uploaded, and and you hear this noise. Bleep bloop, ding
0: ding dong. You you've got mail. Oh yeah. Well, first it goes. Yeah. Bloop. Yeah. Something's
1: <coughs> happening. Click. <laughs> And then it goes. You've got mail. And then you're like, I hope uh, my parents are still asleep because Golly. I'm about to go on PersianKitty.net and uh, watch a JPEG like slowly
0: unveil itself over the next like 45 <laughs> minutes. I hope my parents are like, things. I'm going to go look up like Mary Jane there. from Spider Man naked <laughs> and get a picture of it and print it off on our black and white printer and hide <laughs> it in my closet. probably still there. <laughs> yeah. What's Persian Kitty?
1: PersianKitty.net. Sex, sex i bet tough. it still exists man it's a re- it's real it's real i didn't i like it sounds like it would be a good poll of something that i made up but i think it that sounds was like a
0: it sounds like the, a porn site in the movie hackers yeah no it what probably that was around the time yeah this site cannot be reached persian what they took kitty. down persian net. kitty oh come on you're telling me Norris Ephron died and they took down
1: persian kitty
0: Maybe she ran it.
1: My whole fucking childhood is in
0: shambles. Do you think there's a chance she ran it?
1: (laughs) I doubt it. I mean, everything she does turns to gold, so maybe.
0: Uh, And like everyone's like, oh, Nora Ephron died, and now Persian Kitty stopped working. What is going on? 2012
1: has been so bad. Oh, yeah. Jack. I don't want to be in this timeline, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's
0: look. Persian Kitty. Are you looking on Wayback? No, I'm seeing if we can buy it. <laughs> no, it's it's was registered it's in nineteen ninety seven and whoever registered it in nineteen ninety seven is still the holder, although they're not using it. They're currently.
1: still hanging on. Yeah. They're like maybe thirteen year old Jack will come back.
0: <laughs> he spent so he he like paid the fucking bills on this thing he's he's back and now he has he's 40 something and he's got disposable income yeah <laughs> he'll get a lifetime membership
1: yeah so the movie uh so good um what's happening it's the shop around the corner you want to hear a fa- Sarah told me a whole fucking bunch of facts you want to hear them Yeah. She was just reeling off facts while we were watching. Why does she know so
0: many facts about it?
1: Because she, like, this is her wheelhouse. Okay. There's a film. There's a movie. It's called The Shop Around the Corner. Ever heard of it? No. It's got someone called Jimmy Stewart. Ever heard of him? I've got vertigo. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. I've got vertigo. Liberty Valance. I've got vertigo.
0: Oh, shot me.
1: Yeah. And he's in this film called The Shop Around the Corner. We'll shop around the corner. I can't do Jimmy's. Do I don't know why I think
0: I can't. Oh, hello. Hello, it's me, Jimmy the Stewart. Shopper, it's the
1: shop around the corner. It's the shop around the corner. <laughs> well, it's the shop around...
0: I don't think either of us sound... I don't even I know think, what he sounds like. I don't even think... I think if you combined ours, <laughs> it would actually be worse. Nah, I've, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> 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 but that's he... Good.
1: <laughs> um, and he's in it with a lady And guess what This movie's based on it Okay And that's why her shop
0: is called it In it Okay and it's about It's about an asshole A big asshole. box bookstore Shutting down a I think so It's an Small asshole. mom and pop
1: it's a it's a um, they hate each other but they're in love M- romance comedy from the okay whatever, well that right that then.
0: movie that movie yeah the shop around the corner with Margaret Sullivan and James Stewart is based on a 1937 Hungarian play okay. Parfumerie by Miklós okay. Laszlo uh, and, and dare I click through to the Parfum Parfumerie page and see what whoa, that's worry. based on
1: that's the basis for the Matrix
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there we are and that's that's he how you say The Matrix in French. Um, I said Oh, this... and you know who was in The Shop Around the Corner? Who? Frank Morgan, and he was in... There we go. He was in, in this Got one. Mail, too. Yep,
1: perfect. Um, I said this joke to Sarah last night. It didn't play at all, so be warned, but um, I guess I'll say it to you now, if that's all right. Yes. Uh, the Shop Around the Corner is also where fudge is made.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried... So hard to teach <laughs> Miles milk milk lemonade around the corner fudge is made, and I think it's just I think it's too much for his little head to to keep it. Okay, all he
1: wants. he's not interested.
0: Well, I think he's interested. He definitely <laughs> likes it when I do it.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And if anyone's unfamiliar, it's just sort of like a.
1: It's just it's a it's like um you know how d- to keep track of the the way that priests uh know how to do the cross sign of the cross as they say yeah. spectacles
0: testicles watch wallet right and you keep your wallet. <laughs> Yeah, watch
1: right here, wallet. You your keep your left. watch in your left uh, shirt pocket, yeah. and you keep your wallet in your uh, right, right shirt, shirt pocket. pocket. Yeah, and then the milk lemonade like, um, sign is a, a reminder of how, um, you know, what milk how, milk lemonade. how uh, your body works.
0: Yeah, it's how your body works. It's where yeah. all the fluids come yeah. out of your body below your neck, mm-hmm. and then if you ever need to remember, where do all the fluids come out of my? Where yeah. do all the the things come out of my body below my yeah. neck? Yeah. And that's how you know milk milk lemonade around the corner fudge is made.
1: And I've always thought it would be funny to to have a fudge shop and call it around the corner.
0: Yeah. It's and I, I guess I would open a a drink shop. Yeah, a lemonade shop the on the other
1: side. Yeah, around the Maybe corner you can sell from milk and lemonade. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> Is it (laughs) now it is Um, so but she's got a a shop It's called shop around the corner it's a tribute to Jimmy Stewart he's got vertigo he's afraid of heights it's a wonderful life and um, guess what else Um, this movie is number three in the Megan Tom trilogy oh what's number one joe versus the volcano what a fucking movie oh, wow. christ what a movie let me tell you briefly that was, about that
0: was an early one wasn't here's it here's the thing about joe versus the
1: volcano i never saw it when it came out i remember my cousin pip saw it and she told me about it and i was like that sounds fucking Stupid. yeah but guess what uh we watched it recently they did a screening at the alamo draft house and by recently i mean before the pandemic so <laughs> yeah you know it was like recent in in some sense grand scheme of the grand scheme of <laughs> things, scheme you know, of things. Like, but we um, when you're
0: talking about the warhammer ver- universe yeah. you say like warhammer 40k but like really th- what like everything that incorporates grand uh warhammer 40k is everything from 30k to 40k yes you're talking about the Horus heresy you're talking yeah. about the betrayal of the emperor right. so it's like that's 10,000 years and that's contained in one narrative canon yeah and this is Two years, we're talking here. Yes, that Jack went and saw Joe versus the volcano. So thank you for
1: clarifying that for people. Yes, thank you. Picture, Um, and we saw it at they they had a screen. I'm just saying if you can, if you
0: all can wrap your head around ten thousand years in a narrative universe, no issues for Warhammer,
1: which a lot of people can, and most listeners, I think. Yeah, this shouldn't shouldn't be able to
0: understand this concept that jack is pushing on you thank
1: you for for helping to set the scene for that but we went and they had a screening at uh alamo draft house here and we went and saw it and i it was the first time i'd seen it and it absolutely fucking rules it's an incredible piece of art it's not just a movie it's not just a fun romance movie it's it is a piece of art it used it to be on a master a lot and i think yeah. i've
0: seen it in bits and pieces but i don't i don't remember
1: it's a masterpiece, but that's the first. And then they were like, what about Sleepless in Seattle? I think he sleeps on a boat in Joe versus the Volcano.
0: God, wouldn't he? Because yeah. it takes place on an island, right?
1: Yeah, he's got to. He's got to sleep on the way there. Fucking wild.
0: So that's one of the, the themes of the America's Sweetheart trilogy. America's Sweetheart. Is that what they're called? That's what, um, in the 90s, Meg Ryan and uh, Tom Hanks were called America's really? Sweethearts.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh. Is that right? I mean, I don't know. I, you're the one who said it. I know. Don't Google it. You just have the confidence of your convictions,
0: man. Just say it. Wait, I don't. I don't. People won't believe gonna, you like, if you speak with gonna reach confidence. Out to me and they're going to be so mean to me, and you know I can't handle when people are mean to me. I just right. crumble.
1: You crumble. It's not good, folks. Don't be mean to Tanner. He can't. I just collapse handle
0: it. in on myself, and then yeah. I lash out at Jack and my wife. <laughs> it's literally true. <laughs> I don't lash out. <laughs> uh, we, what if we say something about the movie? Oh, I'm on the Joe versus the volcano page. Okay. Listen to this. Yeah. The film received mixed reviews overall, but positive reviews from some critics, including Roger Eboot, Re- Roger Ebert, who yeah. uh, described the film as new and fresh, and not shy of taking chances, and was a minor box office success in the U.S. It has since become a cult film. So yeah. I don't think now you're in a cult. I'm in a cult, and I'm in that cult, and fuck yes, absolutely. Should we describe the book? Yeah,
1: I think so. So it starts with, from the point of view of the architect from the Matrix.
0: Yes, and we're we, we're sort of zooming through this, this hellish, hellish, yeah, like three like, D. We can't even process
1: it, and it goes bing
0: bong, bing bong. You've got mail, and we are introduced to Greg Kinnear. Oh yeah, and he's hot as hell. He's looking. I'm looking fine. Fine yeah. in this movie.
1: Yeah. Is that her um, boyfriend? Yeah. He's great. This is something Sarah and I were talking about a little bit. The um Greg Kinnear has a um Ben Stiller and reality bites problem. Haven't seen it. What? You haven't seen reality bites? No. Can we watch it?
0: Is it a romance?
1: Yeah, there's fucking it's full of love. It's absolutely full of love. Yeah. Let's watch yeah. reality bites. Okay. Um but, so, the it, the thing about Reality Bites is it's, like, you can't understand... Is that the one
0: where uh uh Matthew McConaughey says, like... No. Okay. The thing about Reality Bites <laughs> is you can't
1: understand it if you're not from the 90s. Because it's, like... I'm re- not from
0: the 90s. It's 2022.
1: Okay, well, then you won't be able to understand it. Because it's, like, when you watch it in the 90s, you're, like, this is a movie about how uh Winona Ryder gets rid of her boring corporate boyfriend and gets with... Awesome hunky Ethan Hawke, who knows what yeah. irony means and is sarcastic and listens to cool music. But if you watch it now, even even I a little bit feel the pull of it. Even though I watched it in the nineties, it's like it's a movie about how Winona Ryder uh, dumps her really nice and perfectly good boyfriend for an asshole, and yeah. that sucks. <laughs>
0: Don't, but don't go all MGTOW <laughs> on me right now, Joe. <laughs> no, let's rein not... it in. <laughs>
1: but um, but this movie has a little bit of that vibe too because Meg Ryan's boyfriend is great.
0: He's so good. That's the He's first note so... I took. I yeah. said, loving Greg Kinnear's character. The first thing he does is just rail on technology. He's, He's like, funny. fuck the internet. The internet's going to destroy the world. And guess what? Greg Kinnear's twenty twenty two, and it
1: fucking did, and it did. But and he talks about it from the from the point of view of solitaire. yeah he's like solitaire is destroying us this is amazing listen to this the the entire workforce of the state of virginia had to have solitaire removed from their computers because they hadn't done any work in six weeks
0: that's so sad do you know what this is what we're seeing here it's the end of western civilization as we know it
1: and that's how the matrix starts it's for it started with solitaire So
0: they get us
1: yeah and then that's and then it's it's a few logical leaps to the fucking robots putting us in pods. I
0: swear to God, the first time I put on my VR helmet to get into MetaQuest and yeah. it tries to make me play Solitaire, I'm <laughs> out of there. I'm going to go yeah. live in the woods like or a Unabomber.
1: Minesweeper. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but yeah, so he has a whole riff on how Solitaire is destroying the world, and he was fucking right.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we smash cut to yeah. Tom Hanks' apartment. and have his- been saying
1: smash cut a lot. Is that just on the brain? Because not everything's a smash cut.
0: It's fine. Just
1: say it. Go with it. I don't mean to. Interrupt His you. girlfriend, yeah, uh, Parker, Parker Posey, Posey, who's also fucking literally perfect. Um, and no, except she yells at a
0: man in an elevator. <laughs> she's kind of mean. She's mean. Although in at elevator. one point Jamie came in and she's like, "Oh, Parker Posey, like she's like the the mean sort of like bitchy one in this movie." I was like, "No, not really. She's, she's like kind of like
1: aloof she's a little and frantic."
0: Like, yeah, frantic, but she's. Pretty nice, until she yells at that man.
1: Well, there's four of us. Yes, and if you don't get your ass up here in two shakes and get us the hell out of here! No, and
0: she's also Parker Posey, and she is my queen. Yeah. Yeah. I love I, Parker first, Posey. When I first saw Greg Kinnear, I was like, "Oh man, I wish like if there's one character I wish I could identify with in this movie, yeah, it's Greg Kinnear." But then as soon as I saw the Parker Posey character, I was like, "Oh shit, that's me."
1: She's it's so like, great. She has her frantic like. She has the funniest line in the movie. It's at the five minute twenty three second mark. She's just like talking to um, Tom Hanks about her day, and she was like, "Murray Chilton died, which makes one less person
0: I'm not speaking to." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> um she's the best. Something else I realized about the Greg Kinnear Parker Posey thing is uh, at this is we're jumping ahead a little bit at thirty eight fifty. The two of them meet at a party. Oh yeah, and they're Parker perfect Posey for each other. and yeah. uh, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, and they like sort of like hit it off because mm-hmm. she's a huge fan of his. He's like a New York Observer writer, mm-hmm. and he writes very like impenetrable intellectual fucking like
1: SAT word op eds.
0: And she said. Um, at the 3850 mark, she's going on about him and she said, It's always talking about you
1: Heidegger and Foucault. And I have no idea what any of it's about, really.
0: Uh, yeah. And I realized that uh, Greg Kinnear and Parker Posey are just you and me.
1: Oh, that's us. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. She says, I can't believe he's so down to earth. He always seems so obscure. He's always talking about Heidegger and Foucault. Yeah. That's like me.
0: That's you. Those are my guys. And I'm so always nice. making enemies. And I'm pretty frantic.
1: Yeah, and if you got stuck in an elevator, you'd call up the super and
0: give him a piece oh, of your fucking yeah. mind. You kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I have trouble with emotional regulation. <laughs> you know, he's getting a piece of my mind. Yeah. I'm also a coward, though, so it would probably be pretty yeah.
1: tempered. Yeah, it would probably would not be like Parker Posey, but she's great. They're great together. Um... What else? Uh, so they we so we've we've got to the first
0: minute of the film.
1: That's the first minute. So the, yeah. <laughs> both
0: Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks have to wait until their significant others leave the house so they can get on to the computer and, and yes. do some some uh, cyber light infidelity.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, infidelity, folks. And if you think it's not, you're wrong. It's emotional wrong. infidelity. Look where it ended up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, look where it
0: ended up. You can tell it's an old, like, it's the beginning of the computer era, because when Tom Hanks goes into, like, his shared office with his girlfriend to sit at the computer, he sits at his computer with the monitor facing the door to the hallway directly (laughs) behind him. They haven't figured it out yet. It's like, that's amateur move, man. (laughs) What, do you want to be caught looking at porn? He thinks he's not going to see PersianKitty.net fucking (laughs) as she walks past. God, I wish I, I that's if when I die and go to heaven and whatever his name is Peter Gabriel at the gate is like you can go back and like relive any moment in your yeah. of your life I'm gonna be like send me back to whenever PersianKitty.net was still up and I'm gonna yeah. find a computer and, and go check it and out and for
1: me when I die and Nicholas Cage comes and gets me and he goes what was your favorite part <laughs> <laughs> I would just say Persian kitty, man. <laughs> Watching I don't know, a fucking but it's, JPEG load for 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> Nicholas Cage comes to get me in and will be like, I don't know, but it <laughs> sounds like it would have been Persian kitty <laughs> had I been able to see it. Yeah, but I missed the train.
1: Um, I think this is a good place to take a little break.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, and then we should so probably we say minute, w- about a minute <laughs> into the movie, <laughs> say what happens in the movie. Yeah, okay, all right.
1: Uh, We're back. We should probably say the movie, I think.
0: Um, Meg Ryan runs a bookstore called The Bookstore Around the Corner. It's a children's bookstore. It's in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Uh, This movie is a love letter to
1: Manhattan. It's a what? A love letter to Manhattan. A love
0: letter to the Upper West Side. Okay.
1: Boring. Isn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It did make me want to go, I guess. Oh,
0: it's a love letter. Um, this movie takes place right where I almost got arrested.
1: Oh, for peeing outside of McDonald's? For peeing outside of a McDonald's. In retaliation. In, of,
0: in retaliatory peeing. And this is why. <laughs> this is exactly why. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the Parker Posey character. Yeah. I'm told yeah. that a McDonald's, that their bathroom is closed. So what I do is I go to the middle of Broadway, the most, yeah, you, b- the busiest street in the United States them. of America. Yeah. And I climb into a planter. I, I am yeah. devastatingly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> This is after a work party, (laughs) yeah. And I pee in a planter, and then the cops come and give me a ticket.
1: Yeah, just to and to at them, at them, and I'm sure they were like, "Man, we got fucking owned today."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one fifty dollar (laughs) ticket later, and yeah, you know, who's who's feeling like they came out on top of that transaction? Still on the sex offender registry. (laughs) (laughs) I specifically went to court. Oh God, what a brat I was at that. Let's not talk about that. What an amazing <laughs> time in my life. He's not on the sex offender
1: registry, folks. I'm not on the sex you offender paid his registry. paid debt to society.
0: I paid my debt. <laughs> and I apologized to the police officers who had to catch me paying. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? What? Josh Fielstad from Experience Share Pokemon Podcast was with me, and he was supposed to be watching out for cops.
1: <laughs> he did a terrible job, didn't he? Well, this is really on him. Yeah, this is on him. Yeah, he was also pretty Let's lay blame where it drunk. deserves. Yeah. Um, we have, again, failed to say the movie. It's a love so, letter so she, to and then the, the Upper, upper West Side. It's a
0: love letter to the Upper West Side. Um, yeah. Um, there's a big new bookstore coming in around the corner called Fox Books. It looks nice, actually. It looks great. And you know what? Let's We can shut on all the big box stores all we want, but let's yeah. not target Barnes & Noble because Barnes & yeah. Noble is a great store. Barnes & Noble and is, and is great. You know, know I used to work none there? None of your shame, nor Afron. So did Jamie.
1: I worked at Barnes & Noble and I worked in the music section.
0: Oh cool. Jamie works at cool? Starbucks.
1: Yeah, I I was cool as hell, man. I would people would come down and I would take them around and find music for them.
0: Oh, you're like always recommending like my bloody Valentine.
1: Yeah, I would recommend cool shit. shit to them. You know what they said at Barnes & Noble they would always say, "Put the book in their hand." I like that. That was the motto. Put the book in their hand.
0: Put the book in their hand.
1: Yeah, and if I wish that people were more like that in shops these days. Do you want some it's a uh, hot podcasting day. advice? What?
0: Put the podcast in their ears, podcast player. Yeah, just put it in their ear holes.
1: Yeah, but that's what they. Because someone will come and say, "Hey, have you? um, Do you have the new Jonathan Franzen?" Do I? I'm not leaving your side until my clammy fucking fist, yeah, is clasped around the corrections and it's shoving it.
0: Has that guy really not written another book since the corrections?
1: I don't know, man. Let's not talk about Jonathan and We haven't Again. said even anything about the movie yet.
0: It's such a good movie, and I have so many notes. Yeah. Um, she's got this funny ragtag group of people working for her. April Ludgate from Parks and Rec works for her. So wait, does what? Steve no, Zahn. that's not her. No, that's not April Ludgate from Parks. and Rec. No, same character though. She's from something. Steve Zahn is like kind of this lovesick, like hipster. Yeah. And then there's this woman named Birdie who's so good. She loves. She's doing funny cyber as hell. Sex.
1: She says some funny shit about cyber sex. They're questioning whether it's infidelity if you fall in love with someone on email. Yes. And yes, it's the answer. And then I think Meg Ryan, somebody asks her, have you had cyber sex? And the lady says, I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. (laughs) (laughs) What? What is that? I think think like in those days, you could just like say tech words. Oh yeah, and it would be People funny. Like
0: what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds like some like a George Carlin
0: joke. Yeah, it does. Sound like <laughs> George Carlin. Did he advise on this movie? <laughs> yeah. Do you, have you ever had cyber sex?
1: I don't. Well, I, yeah, I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal.
0: No, seriously. No. In the nineties, did you ever try to have cyber sex? No. Did you? I think it was just too young. By the time I like cared about sex, it was already like the modern era. You know, we didn't have to wait for like JPEGs to load anymore. Yeah. No, it was really beautiful.
1: um, and it took a lot of the fun out of it didn't it it was it used to be a strip tease, didn't it It did used to be a
0: of <laughs> a strip tease, yeah. <laughs> Um, um, we it turns out happens. that the guy, Joe Fox, he, Tam, Tom, Frank Hank plays this character called Joe Fox. He's the grandson of the founder of Fox and Son's books, this giant. Yeah, and now Barnes, Barnes and, and Noble, Noble is like. the good
1: guys. And so it's like hard to remember that they're the bad guys because like that looks nice. It's a book, a physical bookstore.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it> seems great. <laughs> it yeah. looks lovely.
1: You know, they've got like a kid's section and like a coffee shop. It looks awesome.
0: Can I buy toys there too?
1: Yeah, I can. <laughs> Perfect. But he he they, he starts the bookstore and he's putting her out of damn business, isn't he?
0: Yeah, she's so it becomes a a war. But meanwhile, these two lovebirds yeah. on, are chatting online. And um, it's the same shop ones. girl and, and uh, a- NY one five two. NY one
1: five two on AOL
0: on AOL. Yeah, they're yeah. they're sending emails back and forth, and they're um. They're doing the meme. That's my meme of the week.
1: Oh, great! That's perfect. What is it? What's that?
0: That's what Hank Tom Hanks does what? when he's getting ready to email Meg Ryan. He blows on his fingertips and he rubs his hands together and he does this yeah. big exaggerated whoop bonk and hits the return key. And, what's and that's that? a meme.
1: It's a meme. And what's the meme? I what think meme you use
0: it like when you want to like I'm about to say something pretty nasty to you.
1: It's a gift from this movie.
0: Yeah. So very they're doing a meme. God, I, sh- I gotta like t- t- figure out someone else to do this show with. Uh, <laughs> someone who's like twenty eight, who knows what a meme is, but who's seen is, a meme?
1: Is it from this movie? Yes, Jack. So they're not doing the meme. They're he does doing... the meme in the movie. They're doing. He does they're...
0: this. Yeah, I yeah. And he hits return. He the... does the meme.
1: I get it. I lost my mind. I was like, the meme. He's doing the meme. Okay, but at the time he wasn't doing the meme. What do you mean he's doing just doing it and then it yeah the meme, meme. yeah <laughs> and the meme is from this yes okay good
0: I think I get it now you know it's a bad idea what making your, your um, screen name your home address oh yeah that's his fucking home address what a terrible idea come on dude come on man. someone's gonna hunt you down Elsa you're <laughs> a,
1: a millionaire millionaire yeah, he's the heir to Fox Empires. Uh, his dad is is his dad, but his cousin is his brother, and his oh yeah, m- so mom he, is his, his sister and his aunt his is like his grandpa uncle and his dad are mess. like
0: rich fat cats, and they keep yeah. marrying young women and they keep having new kids. So yeah. he he seems like he has two kids, but they're not his kids; they're actually his aunt and his brother.
1: That's not my dad. That's my nephew. You know, I don't really think that he could be your nephew.
0: No, 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 it's
1: true. Annabelle is. My aunt. Isn't that
0: right, Aunt Annabelle?
1: Uh huh. And Matt is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Are you his uncle? No. His grandfather? <laughs> his great grandfather? I'm his brother. Matt is my father's son. Annabelle is my grandfather's daughter.
0: <laughs> and
1: his brother. It's fucking funny. Yeah, it's it's. And so they charmingly. He's he's like
0: he shrugs when he goes to meet Meg Ryan at the bookstore, and he's like, "We are an American family." This
1: is my aunt, my brother, and they're like they charm each other, but he knows he doesn't know that they're cyber sex pals yet. But he does know, in a way that she doesn't, that he's the fox who's putting her out of business. Yes.
0: And he introduces. He just he says, "I'm just Joe," and he means Joe, Joe, Joe and the volcano from the volcano.
1: Yeah. yeah. But eventually, she finds out at a dinner party that he they go is, to a dinner party. Yeah. Should we do Toad Theory? Yeah, I think we should probably hit up Toad Theory now. We'll hit it real quick. Yeah. Um
0: They she finally discovers who he is, and they kind of have this like sort of a um, little bit of a nasty back and forth where they're kind of taking pot shots at one another. And while this is happening, they're both preparing themselves plates of food. Yeah. And Tom Hanks takes a cracker and scoops up like literally all the caviar being used as garnish for like a hummus plate or something.
1: What is that? What are you doing? What is that? What are you doing? You're taking all the caviar? That caviar is a garnish.
0: she's pissed she shouldn't be he can do that it's fine i don't give a shit well he does it because he's a toad
1: toads eat caviar
0: i th- i assume toads eat fish who eggs, else
1: right? yeah no definitely definitely yeah <laughs> who
0: else would eat fish eggs what else
1: would do that yeah yeah so, And need so much and want so much of it and I it think wants that's so much of the it. main yeah. food he's okay. got a
0: brood to go <laughs> he's got his own eggs he has to go ejaculate on yes because that's how toads and frogs do it i think yeah
1: and the, we're we're not scientists but we may as well be
0: we may as well be yeah yeah you can take that one to the bank so toad theory i think he's probably a toad
1: he's probably a toad i think that one's water tight yeah <laughs> yeah so he he comes in like a toad and he eats a bunch of fucking caviar off the plate
0: yeah with his, with his long tongue and she's
1: <laughs> and she's like don't his tongue out do that. And also, you're the guy from Fox Books. And I, even though, well, she doesn't even say that, she, admit that she's attracted to him. She's like, you're bad. You're, and she's t- talk shit to him, right? Fox? Your last name is Fox. F-O-X. God, I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't, I didn't know. You were spying on me, weren't you? You probably rented those children. So
0: then she, she uses her connections, mm-hmm. Greg Kinnear. Yeah, to get who Rick writes Nier for the Observer this like overwrought like yeah. hit piece about like the Watch death of of like the American spirit,
1: right? And then they do um, a bunch of uh, protests.
0: They do a bunch of protests, and and he gets vilified. Yeah. specifically Tom Hanks yeah. gets vilified. Meanwhile, Jack, they're mm-hmm. still chatting, and she's asking for chatting. advice on how to take down. And they like, don't know that they're each other. I'm a brilliant businessman. It's what I do best. What's your business?
1: No. No specifics,
0: remember? Okay. <clears> hmm. <throat> well, minus specifics, it's hard to help.
1: Except to say. Go to the mattresses. Except
0: to say go to the mattress. What? what? What does that mean it's from the Godfather. It means you have to go to war. hmm Yeah, and he keeps giving advice from the the Godfather. Um, yeah, but they, they keep not making the connection until they agree to meet up.
1: Yeah, and he shows up and he's like, "Fuck, it's her."
0: Yeah, he sees that it's her, and then he goes inside and messes with her a little bit, and then the rest of the movie is her him. Just but he kind goes of like, inside
1: as not as as the AOL friend, but as Mr. Fox.
0: Yeah, so she thinks AOL friend has stood her has up. Has stood her up. And then he spends the rest of the movie manipulating her. Yeah, because now he knows up. and she doesn't.
1: And then we meet. We do meet the Rooftop Killer, don't we? We do meet a Rooftop Killer, do we? Yes.
0: Are you thinking of City of Angels?
1: I don't think so. Because Nick Cage jumps off the roof. I mean, maybe this is in the City of Angels averse. I mean, Meg Ryan is in it. But uh, this is what happens after Meg Ryan gets uploaded to the Matrix just before she dies in City of Angels. It's okay. that's yeah, right. <laughs> but at the one hour and ten minute mark, Meg Ryan is speculating about why she was stood up, and then she sees a news reel
0: that <laughs> what she sees a news reel. Yeah, that she went. That ex- she went to the talkies. <laughs> <laughs> just let me say it.
1: She sees some kind of a thing that says that the rooftop killer was nabbed two blocks from the cafe just where they were supposed to meet. What? What are you saying? It could be. He was arrested two blocks from the cafe. Is there a picture? So that explains it. He was in jail. And there was a phone.
0: But he, but he only got one call, so he had to call his lawyer.
1: You are so lucky.
0: You could be dead. Oh, yeah.
1: Huh. And Meg Ryan says, He
0: couldn't possibly be the rooftop killer. Right.
1: But maybe. Do we they ever don't, see him? We never see the rooftop killer. Right. So he spends the rest of the movie kind of gaslighting her a little bit.
0: Gaslighting her, yeah, and then trying to trick her into getting on a rooftop, I assume. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the internal monologues and how they work? Yes. Because at the 50 minute and 20 second mark, Tom Mm -hmm. Hanks is writing to Meg Ryan. Yeah. And he is, you can hear what he's saying in his head. Mm -hmm. There's three three things happening and I'm not sure which one is the real one. And I'm not sure if he has like a fight club style, like splintered identity or what, but like, you can see what he's writing. Yeah. He's he's also saying out loud what he's writing as he writes it. Mm-hmm. And you can hear this like voiceover of him. Yeah.
1: That's Fight Club.
0: Saying the thing he's writing. Yeah. That's And Fight the Club. three are all out of sync. Yeah. I know you worry about being brave. Don't. This is your chance. Fight. Fight. Fight to the death. Fight to the death. So I'm just confused on what is Tom what's Higgs reality and what is yeah exactly no
1: that's what the movie wants you to think
0: it's it, uh, it's and this is johnny mnemonic huh
1: yeah it's johnny mnemonics prequel to the matrix it's like it's fight club it's questioning like what is our reality and like how do we mediate our reality through other people and it's the corrections through... yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so that's interesting
0: that is interesting what's real
1: and that's the i think that's the statement is you've got mail But the question is what's real? What's reality? What is male? What is male?
0: Yeah. And as actually as we said at the beginning of the episode, you have two males.
1: Yeah, I've got two males, and it's me and Tanner. Tanner. (laughs) Yeah. And we're in your you're in your fucking head. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up to think (sighs) about. And Tom Hanks is attracted to mailboxes. Okay. And he's and we know it because he says it to Dave
0: Chappelle. He says, I love mailboxes. He says, This woman is the most adorable creature I've ever been in contact with, and if she turns out even to be as good-looking as a mailbox, I'd be crazy not to turn my life upside down and marry her. Ugh. That I mean, what that implies to me, yes, that Tom Hanks is attracted to mailboxes. It also, yeah. like, might imply that he's, like... <laughs> Copulated with a. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: a mailbox at one point, right? He,
1: I mean, I guess maybe to be fair to him, what he's saying is, my bar is a mailbox.
0: Yeah, well, that's a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is attracting mailboxes? Who? Miles. Your boy. We were walking through downtown the other day, and every time yeah. he saw a mailbox, he said, mailbox, mailbox. And he ran.
1: <laughs> okay. There you go.
0: So that's how Drawn, it starts young. Animal magnetism. And then, should we talk about the
1: elevator? So, the elevator is what happens when... So, Tom Hanks realizes he's in love with Meg Ryan.
0: Well, they spend the whole movie avoiding one another because they, like, in real IRL, Tom Hanks and and Meg Ryan despise one another. Yes. But virtual Hanks and virtual Ryan are in love. Yeah. So when they like bump into each other on like the street or at like Zabar, oh god, it's such a love letter to the Upper West Side.
1: Ugh, it's a love letter to the Upper and West you, Side. And they go to
0: Zabar's and they're doing yeah. their shopping at Zabar's, which is a grocery store in the Upper West Side. Mm. Um, wait, let me let me think about my approach to this. Okay, Nora Ephron, yeah, R.I.P. Doesn't owe me anything. No, despite the fact,
1: and if she did, it would be hard for you to get it back from her. That I've right done
0: now. so much for her career. Yes. Tonight specifically? Yeah. Uh, with this podcast we're doing about a movie she directed? Yes. She doesn't owe me anything for that. But. But. <laughs> I think it, common courtesy. Yeah. Dictates. Courtesy. Yeah. That she should have. Mm-hmm. She ought to have. She ought to have. Yeah. Given me a part in this movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a love letter to the Upper West Side. Don't you think so? Yeah, and you did pee famously outside the McDonald's up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I think I identified in that Zabar scene Yeah, the part that could have been mine. Yeah. There is a guy who they interact with who only yeah. has a couple of lines. And You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I, I could have, have played that fucking part. Yeah, you could have played that fucking part. And what does he say? Here's what he says. Yeah. Uh, she gets. She waits in this line trying to avoid Tom Hanks and she gets to the front and it's a huge line because it's the day before Thanksgiving and she realizes as she gets to the front that it's a cash only line and all she has is a card.
1: Cash only?
0: Classic. Classic New and York. And she says, God, classic New York. It's a yeah. love story to the city you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she says to the cashier like,
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I just have a credit card. It's..." If- I'm sorry. Is that okay? Yeah. And
0: there's this like they're all like the, I'm walking here. The New Yorkiest <laughs> guy in the world, right next yeah. to her, says, "No, it's not okay. <laughs> there's a sign." <laughs> His name yeah. is Henry, and it's, yeah. he's very good. And I could have done that. You right? could have done that. Yeah, you would, but you wouldn't have, would you? You would have thought it, but you wouldn't have said it. Oh, yeah. Would I? <laughs> would I have actually have said that it. to someone? I lived in New York for. For 12 years, and did I ever ever confront anyone? Absolutely not. No, the only time you
1: or I have ever confronted anyone in New York is when we're riding on our bikes and we yelled, Nerd, (laughs) (laughs) people hate that.
0: Yeah, it's a way to get back at people who tell you that you're like riding on the wrong side of the street or whatever. And you just say, Nerd, you pull up to a stoplight and there's a bunch of bikes, so you're like, and you kind of like, you know, sort sort of wheedle your way up a little bit just so you're not at the back of this big pack. And they tell Uh, you some fucking rule. And then you're like sitting there chatting with Jack and the light turns green you don't notice because you're chatting with your friend. And everyone who you just wheedled in front of has to go around you. Yeah. And one guy says, good thing you pulled up in front of everyone, right? And you just look him square in the eyes and you say, nerd! Nerd.
1: (laughs) It's such a good response and it gets them. It really does. It really (laughs) completely changes the playing field because now they're the fucking nerd
0: (laughs) really makes you when you're called a nerd it really makes you take a step back and like think about your decisions how did i get to this point
1: oh god i miss new york um so um at the one hour and 29 minute mark Tom Hanks recounts what happens in the elevator, which is what has happened previously. And yes. they all get stuck in an elevator, and Parker Posey is like super mean, and they all go around and say, like, because they're like, what if we die in here? And they all go around and say, like, what would we do? If I ever get out of here, I'm going to start speaking to my mama. I wonder what she's doing right this very minute.
0: If I ever get out of here, I'm marrying a reed. I love her. I should marry you. I don't know what's been stopping me. If I
1: ever get out of here, I'm having my eyes lasered.
0: Well, if I ever get out of here.
1: Where are my Tic
0: Tacs?
1: Huh?
0: <sighs> what? This big this big moment of like clarity. Like, what am I gonna do when I get out of here? And Parker Posey just like yells a lot. <laughs> yeah. She said she's gonna get like a manicure. I don't remember. It was something like that.
1: And then at the one hour and twenty nine minute mark, Tom Hanks says in a voice, "It's one
0: of these voiceovers." Well, there are ghosts in the movie too, so There's maybe it's ghosts. ghosts talking. It could be ghosts, yeah. Because at the end of the film, she does lose the bookshop. Spoilers, yeah. And on her way out after it's closed and empty. She looks back one last time and sees two spectral figures dancing.
1: Yeah, that looks like her mom, who we know is dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. And there's ghosts. So in this th- movie. maybe what we're hearing in this scene is scare warning,
1: Hanks folks. Is like scare warning. There's oh, no, ghosts. A scare, ghost.
0: yeah. scare warning.
1: Scare um, warning. Tom Hanks' voice or some spectral voice says
0: There was a man sitting in the elevator with me who knew exactly what he wanted. And I found myself wishing I were as lucky as he.
1: You know what it reminded me of? What? Isn't there an M Night Shyamalan movie where they're all stuck in an elevator and it's yeah, the I think devil
0: elevator? It's called the yeah. elevator?
1: Surely not. Surely even <laughs> M Night Shyamalan had enough restraint not to call
0: it I'm not going to look elevator. it up. I'm just going to live <laughs> in this world where I'm convinced that that M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie is called Elevator.
1: <laughs> well, who's in the elevator in the M Night Shyamalan movie? Isn't it the devil?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think it's the devil. Okay. Like the movie's called
1: Elevator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably the devil. It's certainly right? not Peter Gabriel at the Pearly Gates. <laughs> it's not Nick. Not Cage. With a name like that. So
1: it's troubling that Tom Hanks' character wants what that guy what he's like, there's some fucking guy in this elevator and I want what he wants. Yeah. And then he gaslights the shit
0: out of um Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. He pretends because he knows he goes to her house. He goes to her house and he like he's like I want to be your friend and then they spend months becoming yeah. friends. Like he shut her bookstore down at, at like Christmas time. Yeah. And then at the end of the film when they're like buddies and they're going to lunch every day together, it's spring. Yeah. And then yeah, he so it's a long
1: time. He starts coaching he doesn't her on not to like
0: respond to NY152. Yeah, even though he knows it's him. Even though he knows it's him. Oh, it's so much trouble. And you think, like, he's he kind of implies towards the end of the film that, like, he's trying to win her over as Joe Fox. Yeah. And if he can't do it, he's not going to go. Like, he kind of says to her, like, an ultimatum moment. He's like, listen, I know you're about to go meet NY152, but, like, maybe I, maybe you could forgive me for destroying your bookstore that your mom started that was so beloved by this community. And, like, I could be that guy. And she's like, he takes a real risk. He takes a real
1: risk. I was convinced says, he was
0: just going to not show up.
1: And then he does show up and it's him and she says, I was hoping it would be you. And she does ugly cry, but it's so pretty.
0: Yeah, and then they do a kiss and then it zooms out and you can clearly tell that it's not Tom Hanks, but the trainer who needs to keep Brinkley, the golden retriever, calm while yeah, I assume a helicopter flies overhead. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, I uh, I thought Cyril... Like, we were doing a joke where we would say something was a color that it wasn't. Hilarious. You know, it'd be like, there's a blue plate. And I'd be like, oh man, that plate is orange. And he thought it was really funny. Then he would do it to his mom and he'd be like, oh, that plate is orange. And she'd be like, no, it's blue. And he
0: goes, I'm gaslighting. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good to teach them about gaslighting early. You know, get it out of their system.
1: Hey, bud. What's up, mister? What is it, hun? You want to say goodnight? Okay, come and say goodnight. Okay. Come we're almost done here. Good night. Come here. Uncle Tanner and I were just talking about gaslighting.
0: Hi, Cyril. Do you know how to do, you know do gaslighting?
1: Wow. Well, how?
0: Should we do it? Hey, Cyril, what color is this pen? Blue. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Looks orange to me.
1: I'm gaslighting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're good at it. You're good at gaslighting.
1: Um, do another one.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have much more stuff down here. I just cleaned my... You've got Jar Jar behind you. Oh, yeah. What color is this Jar Jar Binks? Uh... I think it looks pink. It's pink, right?
1: Um, it's green.
0: <laughs> Are we looking at the same Jar Jar? This looks pink to me.
1: Um, no.
0: It's not? It's not pink? It's green? Yeah. Am I going crazy? What yeah. Col- what color is Uncle Tanner?
1: <laughs> um, this jacket is red. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Cyril, do you want to see me make a job of the hut face? Yeah. Look at this. Watch.
1: <laughs> You're gaslighting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to say goodnight to
1: Uncle Tanner? Goodnight, Uncle Good night, Tanner. Goodnight, Cyril. What's this thing for? It's a microphone to record your voice. We're Good- podcasting. We're just three guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've,
0: got, you've got three you've males. You've got three Good males now. Goodnight,
1: Good night, Uncle Tanner.
0: Goodnight nephew cyril (laughs) okay night night monkey
1: i'll come and talk to you about transformers in just a little bit okay perfect cyril's just
0: third host now you guys just for some reason i think because of daylight saving time (laughs) podcasting always happens right at bedtime so he's probably just gonna pop in from now (laughs) he's gonna pop
1: in for a little while he's getting good at it it's uh, for after not too long you i just won't even be here at, at
0: yeah. all <laughs> he and i talking about transformers or yeah. gaslighting or whatever
1: that seems fine um w- uh, did, have we said the whole movie they kiss and she says i i was hoping it would be you and she does yeah. ugly cry beautiful line beautiful but movie. it's pretty i i literally cried when she said i was hoping it would be you i, I you were asleep no,
0: but I rewatched it. Now now who's gaslighting?
1: No, I watched Your it. Your story's
0: crumbling. I apart.
1: rewatched it just before I wait, rewatched the part I fell asleep to, just before we sat down to record. Okay. We should go.
0: Sure. Anything
1: No, is there anything else we I know where to be,
0: but yeah, let's let's go.
1: I got to go talk to this kid about Transformers. Actually, technically mommy's going to read him some stories, so I've got a few minutes if there's something else you want to say about this film.
0: Nope.
1: Okay. We said the whole thing. It's beautiful. I think so. We should do Joe versus the volcano, and we should do Reality Bites. Yeah, let's just do Reality Bites sometime. Do you want to do it next? No, I want to do Twilight. I want to do Twilight, too. I do want to do Twilight. Okay, maybe we should do Twilight. I do want to do this movie that Sarah suggested, Uh, so I'll just say it now. It's called Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve. It's like a crazy movie about Christopher let's do that after Twilight Reeve traveling back in time I really want to watch Twilight okay let's do Twilight next week okay Okay. folks Tanner I'd like to thank you very much for bearing with me thank you Uh, Baby Nation I would like to thank you so very much for bearing with us I'd like to remind everybody that you must subscribe to our Patreon. Please do subscribe to our Patreon. It's a good way to support our show. It's, um, yeah. you know, uh, it takes a lot of uh, work and time to put the show out. As stupid as that sounds, it's true. Plus, it's and funny. It's a good way to keep us going. Here, it's and a love
0: letter to TGIF. Also, the you Patreon. get a whole other it's a show. Love letter to PG- TGIF. It's a
1: love letter to TGIF. Now we're talking about Full House and Family Matters. It's tons of fun and Perfect Strangers. Ooh. Oh, no, it's, we've got Perfect Strangers coming it's up It's a soon. Family
0: Matters week, yeah.
1: We're so excited about Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Please check it out. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's just $5 a month, and you get a whole new show, and it supports what we're doing. Um, join our Facebook group, Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone's nice and good in there. We have discussion threads. It's fun. It's good. You can suggest movies for us to watch. We're going to be watching movies for the next few months um, just because – Uh, We wanted to take a break from books and give everybody a chance to watch along with us and um, that's what's happening. Uh, We we will probably mix it up. It won't only be Meg Ryan movies, but you can suggest stuff in our Facebook group, Baby Nation. Uh, I mean, it won't
0: always be Meg Ryan movies because eventually we'll run out of Meg Ryan movies. We will eventually run out of Meg Ryan movies. Yeah.
1: Um, You can rate and review our show uh, wherever you rate and review shows. It helps us to move through the rankings. It helps to keep us relevant. Please do... uh, Recommend the show to a friend if you can. Um, and all that remains is for me to say that this week we watched a film. The film we watched was called "You've Got Mail" by Nora Ephron and Tom Hanks is in it. Meg Ryan is in it. Greg Kinnear is in it. Parker Posey is in it. It's a fucking masterpiece.
0: Heidegger's in it.
1: Heidegger, Foucault. God, what Foucault. a fucking good movie. Um, next week we're gonna be watching a little film called Twilight.
0: Yes, God, I'm so. excited I've
1: never about seen Twilight. it. Neither have I. He's 150. She's 17. It's fine. <laughs> Probably. It's good. People loved it. <laughs> and there's a werewolf. It took the nation by storm. Yeah. Um. So next week it's Twilight, and that, that wasn't a.
0: And I'm sorry, that wasn't a cue thing. I wasn't trying wasn't. to do like a cue thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All the remains is for me to say that this week I have, of course, been Jack Alexander
0: Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. What do we say at the end? Oh,
1: I hope you find you're happily ever after.
0: We say that? Yeah. Someone in this movie during one of the protest scenes yells, why don't we bomb Fox Books? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that should be the outro. <laughs> maybe that's the outro. Yeah, we'll Good. keep working on it. Good night. We
1: might be childhood friends and I might